Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Limitless Life with Liz podcast, and I'm your host, Liz. Yes, you guessed it. Um, So this is the first episode, and today I'll just be talking a little bit about why I'm starting this podcast, despite the fact that I hate the sound of my own voice, and then we'll segue a little bit into my own journey where I'm at right now of reclaiming my life from society and culture and like the past, things that have happened to me. This, that, and the other is going to get really deep, so you know, don't listen in public unless you want to cry on some of these episodes. And I'm going to try not to cry because I know it's awkward when people start crying, you can't really understand what they're saying. (laughs) So anyways, yes, we're going to talk a little bit about some things that can stop us from being our authentic selves. We're going to break through that. We're going to live this limitless life. We're not going to be held down by anything, no jobs, no alcohol, no men, no, no anything. So basically... The reason I'm starting this podcast is because I need a medium. I have a lot going on in my head and I've just been having this this calling to really speak my message, to like try to change lives somehow. And I started out with my blog, which I still do that. It's at lizblogs.com. Um, it's kind of more, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like content, like value-based content. And it's a lot of like how to do this and like I don't really want to write too much about myself because I know when people are looking to read online, it's usually they're trying to read about things that will teach them and like help them better their lives, not really like other people's stories and all that. Coupled with the fact that when you're writing, you kind of you can't get everything out that you want to get out as fast as you want, if that makes sense. That sounded very confusing. But it's just like, I would have so much to say, so much to say, and like my fingers weren't moving fast enough, and I have like these acrylic nails, and it was just like so frustrating. So I mostly want to keep my blog focused on valuable content for my readers. So things like how to do this, and how to do that, and how I learned how to do this, and like the experience with this and how you can experience it too. Like I have one about sound bath and meditations, which was kind of the most I went into my own life really. But it was mostly so other people would know what a sound bath meditation is like. It's a very interesting experience. So tried the blog and then I tried YouTube. Well, I, I didn't try the blog, I'm still doing the blog. But then there was YouTube and YouTube is, ooh, where do I even start with YouTube? Um, I commend people who are very active on YouTube because I cannot do that shit. It was like the most, not a complicated process, but it was just a process. So I'd have to do my hair and makeup because you can't be on camera looking a mess. And then I would have to record it, record the video, and then I would run out of space on my card, on my SD card. So then I would be like, oh, I've been talking to this fucking inanimate camera for 20 minutes now and it didn't even record me. And so I'm pissed off about that and I had to re-record it. And then I didn't know how to edit videos when I first started. So I paid this guy $30 to edit my videos. He didn't do it remotely the way I wanted to do it. So I basically, I don't want to say waste. I basically circulated money that I didn't need to circulate. And pretty frustrated about that because I ended up having to learn how to edit videos anyway and do it myself so that took another hour no I I forgot the worst part was uploading it from my 
camera to my computer took an hour and then editing it took another hour and then uploading it to YouTube took about 12 hours. I don't even know because I fell asleep while I was trying to upload it onto YouTube. And I was just like, this is not, this is not the way because I want a way that's fast and quick, like where I can get my message out and just boom, get it, get it out there to the world, you know? And like with writing, you have to sit and you have to write a post, but with this, you know, I can talk, I can chat. It's a little more um, authentic and personable. So then today I actually was going to start, <laughs> this is kind of funny. I was going to start writing a book and I actually, I literally started typing it. And after two paragraphs, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> like, I want to write a book. Don't get me wrong. I really want to write a book. But as far as like biographical books and like self-help books, I just don't think it's for me. I'm more into like writing fiction books and dystopians. So I don't know where I got this. This must have been like divine intervention or something. But I got this spark of inspiration and was like, how to start the podcast I googled how to start a podcast and then it was too complicated and I was like you know what I'll figure it out as I go but I gotta get these messages out and into the world because I need I'm just I've been ignoring this for so long like I've had these messages inside me that I want to get out and I've just been kind of procrastinating on it because I didn't know the right medium and then randomly today I was like hmm how do I start a podcast so that's basically it and it's called Limitless Life with Liz um I want to I would say the origin is from a psychic actually. So I went to see a psychic when I um uh, I quit my job and she was basically, you know, telling me like, "Oh, you're so authentic because I have I had really bright blue hair at the time. Now my hair is like purple blue pinkish, I guess, but I had really br- uh bright blue hair." And she was like, you just have this authentic look to you. Like, I can really see you traveling the world and just teaching people how to live that limitless life you live. And since then, and this was months ago, since then, like, that has stuck with me. And I'm like, limitless life with Liz is going to be somewhere. It's going to be somewhere. I don't know where, but limitless life. That's it. So I named this podcast The Limitless Life with Liz. And basically focus on living that limitless life like there are a lot of things in life that really hold us down and stop us from being our authentic selves and stop us from living our best lives and it's things from like people's opinions of us like the pressure we put on ourselves alcohol um partying even not getting enough sleep what else nine to five jobs um society did i already say society but I don't know if I did, but yes, yeah, society and things like that. So that's why I called it limitless, limitless life because I don't want to limit myself. <laughs> I don't want to limit this podcast to just one subject. You know, like when I was reading online, they were like, oh, make sure you have one subject to talk about. Like, choose your niche. I think that's how you say it niche. Niche? Niche. They always say that, like, choose your niche. And I have just never liked that. Like, there's more money in the niche. And it's like, but I have so much to talk about. Like there's so much to life to talk about. Why would I put myself in a box like that? So I did put this under self-help, which I guess that's what this is. Um, So I'm going to dive in a little bit into um, my biggest obstacles to authenticity and what has been limiting my life lately. I'm getting so excited. I can't even say words right. I'm gonna slow down what's been limiting my life lately. And I would say the biggest thing and most emotional as of late is alcohol and drinking. 
and I'm like, where do I even start with this? So I started drinking when I was 19 and it just like changed my life. Like I wouldn't even say for the better because it's not like I could just have one drink and, you know, get a little loose and that's it. Like, no, it was binge drinking. And unfortunately, binge drinking is kind of a part of our culture. Like, I don't know how it is in the rest of America or even the rest of the world, aside from like TV, but I know where I am in the South, like it's all about drinking. If you walk into a bar and you order a water with lemon, like they literally look at you like you're crazy. And I know it's probably because they think they won't get tipped off of it because the water is free, but I usually try to like shoot you a dollar or something when I order um, a water, but they look at you like you're crazy. And it's like, oh, why are you at the bar if you're, um, if you're not drinking? Like I've been asked that before. Why are you at the bar if you're not gonna have a drink? can I be social? You know what I mean? Like, can I go out? Like, can I get cute and dressed up? Like, because I don't drink, what else am I supposed to do? Because honestly, when you think about it, the only thing you can really do on a Saturday night is go to a bar or like go to a restaurant or, you know, a club or something, which I don't even do clubs anymore. But, you know, like it's all about nightlife. That's why it's called nightlife. And just because I don't drink doesn't mean I shouldn't be able to enjoy nightlife. So, there's kind of like that culture and like people think it's so funny they're like telling stories oh last night like I got so blacked out drunk and I don't remember what happened like I woke up in bed with this chick that's like my man voice (laughs) and you know like people see it as funny and they're like oh yeah that's so cool and so that's how I was like I used to really pride myself on the crazy shit I would do while I was drunk like whether it was fighting cussing someone out like I used to sneak into club not really sneak into clubs because I mean I was like a hot 20 year old like they were just like come on in you know what I mean but like I used to get into clubs that were like 25 and older and like no 19 20 year old girl should be in that environment and like things would happen and I'd be like going off with strangers it was just not it wasn't a good I don't even care about the look of it it wasn't safe and it just wasn't It wasn't conducive to my own growth, both spiritually and professionally and all that, you know, waking up at like two in the afternoon, three in the afternoon, because I was just too hungover to get out of bed. So the last straw was on my birthday, my 25th birthday. And all I wanted to do for my 25th birthday was just get drunk. Like that was like the op, not the obstacle, what's the word, the goal, which is kind of weird thinking back on it but I was like yeah we're gonna get so trash we're gonna have a great time it's gonna be so fun and we had two bottles of champagne and vodka and the night just went to shit like we lost a friend I was mad at a friend I was mad at the DJs because they wouldn't play birthday bitch like since when do we not play birthday bitch at the bar I was so upset about that and I'm like crying I'm like in tears like in the bar and just like it's just so embarrassing to think about and then I'm like the next day I woke up, oh, some people called the police on me. Like the next day I woke up and like there was like handprints on the side of my car. I have like a white car and it was dirty as hell and there was like handprints on it. Where and I knew I'd been hitting the side of my car, just so drunk and angry. I was like punching my car and like smacking it with my hand and it was just like, oh my goodness, so embarrassing. Um and that was kind of Oh yeah, and I was so sick the next day, so depressed and sick. And that was like my last straw. I was like, that was embarrassing. I'm very big on um, how I look in public, which 
I don't know if that is conducive to a limitless life, you know, worrying about how you look in public, but I just don't like looking messy in public. And I know for a fact I looked messy in public on that day. So that was kind of my last draw. Like I was like, I'm not gonna look like that again and I'm not gonna feel like this again. And it had been to the point where every time I would try to go out and get drunk to have a good time, I would end up crying or upset for some reason. And it was just like the alcohol, like making me depressed. You know, alcohol is a depressant. So from that moment, I decided I was just not going to drink anymore. And actually, like I cut off a lot of people for a little bit because I really needed to be alone and just really think about this. And like the whole time people are like, oh, my God, like ladies drink free this night, ladies drink free that night. And it was so hard to say no. So I just honestly stopped responding to people. And sometimes you just have to do that. Like, don't feel bad for cutting people off when you really need to heal yourself. So I did that. I started going to church a little bit. I went to church, met a few people, went to like some little classes and yeah, it was pretty easy. Like once I stopped hanging out with people for a while, it was easy to kind of get over that initial like, oh my God, like I need to drink, I need to drink. But also I found that it kind of just snaps in you. like when you have a really bad habit that's like fucking up your life and you might keep trying you might keep saying like i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop and then you end up falling back into that habit after a while like it just clicks and you're like you know what i am fucking done with this and that's how it was with drinking and since then i haven't i haven't drank i would say for, I went to EDC Orlando, which is this huge EDM festival, if you don't know what it is. And they had drinks there, drinks for like $17 each. So I got one because I was like, it's the experience. You know, I had a VIP ticket, so we had like our VIP um, drinks or whatever. And I got a drink and it it had no alcohol in it, y'all. Like I, I swear I saw them take a bottle of vodka and pour it into the cup. And then when I drank it, I didn't taste any, none at all. Like, it was so watered down. I don't even consider it drinking, y'all. I really don't. <laughs> like, So I stick to the fact that I've been sober for, like, over a month and a half. Actually, I think I can check and give you the exact amount of time I've been sober because I have this app called I Am Sober. If anyone else is working on... By the way, this isn't telling you that you need to be... Um, you need to not drink like I don't drink. I'm just saying that it's one thing that has held me back from being authentic and being myself because drinking created like this whole other persona for me that wasn't conducive to who I wanted to be as a person. So that's why I'm quitting drinking. So if you also want to quit drinking, then I will mention resources here and there for that, but don't think you have to. Like if you enjoy your glass of wine, do you boo. I wish I could do the same without wanting to kill the whole bottle. So I've been sober for one month, 11 days and 13 hours, which is pretty cool. Pretty proud of myself. Um, and I haven't had any desire to drink at all. Like, it's been um, tempting mostly when, like, other people are drinking or when other people, um, like, want to buy me drinks and things like that. That's where it gets tempting. But usually I'm just like, no, no, I'm good. Or I even tell them and they think it's so cool. And they're like, oh, my God, like, I wish I could stop drinking. So, wow, I dove really, I dove way deeper into that than I meant to. So the other thing that's a part of my um, authenticity, living a limitless life with Liz, that I will go into deeper details later, is um, reclaiming my sexuality. 
like this is literally a brand new journey like i would say this journey started yesterday like that's how new it is so i really want to work with um work with you guys on that if anyone else is dealing with this but how do i explain this without sounding like super privileged i actually had this conversation yesterday with a friend but my body is seen very sexually by men like i have big boobs like triple well victoria's secret says they're a triple d i'm doing air quotes by the way a triple d but i i don't even think that's a real size but anyway so i have big boobs i have like hips kind of like a little bit of an hourglass figure i'm kind of soft though i'm not nearly like the body type that i want and it's just like as soon as guys see me they they see sex that's all they see and i don't want to put that into the universe i'm sorry I really don't want to put that into the universe, but like it's a very sexually attractive body, I would guess. And then coupled with the fact that um, I'm actually I'm black, um, a lot of women, or sorry, a lot of men. I got an email and got so distracted. I should not do that. So a lot of men are like, "Oh, I've never been with a black girl before," and like I have a very. Um, this is so hard to. I do not want to sound like a bitch right now. Like I'm not trying to be like I'm so beautiful which I mean, I am and you are, we all are, but I have like just this look, like kind of an exotic look where guys are always like, oh, like, what are you? Where are you from? Like, they'll think I'm like Indian or like (laughs) from the islands or I've been gotten like Puerto Rican and Filipino and all that stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm black, 100% black and proud of it. I'm melanated, y'all. And it just like intrigues guys and they're like oh well i've never been with a black girl before you know this that and the other and then i'm like curvy and i got my my little nose and all that stuff and i just think like i've always struggled with that because i wasn't like a super outgoing girl in high school i never had a boyfriend in high school like never like guys didn't even like look at me that way i think i had my first kiss with this guy he wasn't even like remotely attractive like oh my goodness and he had a girlfriend anyway so i was basically like the other woman and didn't even mean to be so um i didn't get much attention in high school so when i got out of high school and like i was kind of able to dress the way that i wanted to dress like actually wear skinny jeans and like show a little cleavage and all that and do my hair how i wanted like guys started looking at me and i was like oh like i'm attractive like they were buying me drinks and stuff even though i was hella underage like they were taking me out on well inviting me out on what i thought were dates which is basically like oh come over and like let's have sex you know and i didn't know that i was like allowing myself to be used in a way that i didn't want to be used because i personally am not a sexual person i really don't get much pleasure from sex and i know it's a lot of it is because of things that have happened to me in the past with my own experiences of like being a sexual assault survivor multiple times um and what else and just like i don't know just like the way men have treated me and like talked to me in the past that's not happening anymore in the future or changing that but it's just that has all shaped like my sexuality today and like how i how i view sex as a whole how i relate to sex like if i even like sex like it's just been such a confusing time for me because my mom never sat down and talked to me about it. She never told me what consent was like, and probably she probably even know because we're just now in this world we're talking about consent and the importance of it. So we didn't talk about like sex. We didn't talk about like how to enjoy sex. So if I even was allowed to enjoy sex or like 
if sex was just for making babies we didn't have any conversations like that so i was just like in the dark and like men were defining sexuality for me they were telling me what sex is like they were telling me how i relate to sex because that's where i was getting my information from if that even makes sense so now i'm at this point where i'm like reclaiming it like i'm like you know what i'm gonna define for me what sex is when I want to have it, how I want to have it, how often I want to have it, who I want to have it with. No one's going to pressure me to have sex with them anymore. No one's going to pressure me to like let them touch me or anything like that. And I think this came about because I was dating this guy and I hate to even like call him an ex-boyfriend because it was it was like a month. So I was dating this guy and he was just like super freaking sexual. Like I thought he was the man I wanted to be with. I really was like, oh, this guy might be a soulmate. Like that's how well we got on on our first date and then he went overseas for like business trips and stuff like that he claims and like as we were like trying to get to know each other like anytime we would talk it would become so overtly sexual and like it kind of grossed me out but I was like well I really like this guy and I want this guy to like me so maybe I'm a prude maybe I just need to loosen up and just enjoy it is what I was telling myself but I was letting him subconsciously tell me that by constantly having these overtly sexual conversations with me and it's like I got to the point where it's like I can't even flirt with you without you diving into like the deepest darkest desires of your sexual life and it's brand new like this is awkward but I allowed myself to feel awkward like I allowed him to keep talking to me that way and I allowed myself to try to entertain these conversations that quite frankly weren't very fun or enjoyable for me and that was stupid on my part. So it's just become very important to me that I reclaim that, that I, you know, connect with the goddess within and define what sex is to me. And that could be that I don't like it. And it could be that I love it. It could be that I don't want to ever have it. <laughs> it could be that I want to have it all the time, but I'm figuring that out for myself. And if anyone else is figuring that out, then stay tuned for that um, segment. I'm trying to kind of like organize my show and my thoughts with like segments, like a segment for those who are quitting drinking, a segment for those who are connecting uh, with the spiritual world, a segment for those who are redefining their sexuality for themselves, things like that. Like I said, Limitless Life with Liz, Limitless Podcast, Limitless Subjects and all that. But thank you for listening to this first episode. It ran a little longer than I expected. Um stay tuned stay tuned for more and you have a beautiful day and take one step today think of one action step that will help you live a more limitless life it could be starting a business maybe journaling about what you want out of life Um, maybe it could be trying to not have a drink today you know anything (laughs) 